What is up? You are checking out the world of WWE podcast. I am your host, and I'm joined by my co-host. Oh, I thought he was going to go first. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> Daniel Mojo, first. man, Dan. I thought and Carlos I, you know, was going first. <sighs> okay, start over, please. This is live. We're doing this live. Start over. All right, all right, all right, fine. Latino Heat Carlos. <laughs> Do not post this, please. Delay, <laughs> man. It's already going up, man. Listen, listen. This is live, uncorked, and uncensored. Uh, we can't start it back, Carlos. We're live. Um, but. Welcome to the world of WWE Podcast. We know you have missed us. We have been gone for a couple couple weeks, but we are back. And tonight we are talking about WWE Monday Night Raw from October 11th, 2021. It was a decent show. I told both Carlos and Dan that I watched it the whole like way through. I didn't record, like fast forward. I just sat took notes and watched it which i haven't done in a long time and i did not hate it i didn't love it but it was good it was good for what it was but before we talk about raw make sure you subscribe like and hit the notification bell on youtube you can find us under the world of wwe podcast dan why should people hit the notification bell it's just so simple i mean it the whole concept is just to give you notifications when we release the new videos and everything. So, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. So it's a one, two, it's a one, two, three step. Yep. Exactly, guys. One, two, three step, and uh, yeah, just hit the little. Looks like it's a little bell, and then you press all notifications, and you're all set to go on YouTube. Also, check us out on Spotify. Go ahead, Carlos. And guys, don't skip the ads. Mm-mm. Don't do that, y'all. Check do not out. skip the ads. Don't, please. please skip please. the ad. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're not supposed to skip ads, Dan. They help us out at the podcast over here. <laughs> Dan's like, well, I didn't know that. Anyway. No, I knew that. I knew that. I just never really cared for ads, so... Well, Dan. I feel well, for the people, Anthony. Well, you know what? The people here uh, are great at supporting us. And when you listen to an ad, you're supporting us. Uh, then we can create more content for you guys. And with all yeah, so don't, so don't, so don't skip those ads because if, we, if you do, we're gonna find you. And 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 uh, I guess we're gonna we're gonna suplex you. What are we gonna do, Carlos? You're the one who started this. <laughs> But yes, did you guys with the F five? The F five by Carlos Latino Heat. But yes, listen to us on Spotify. You can subscribe to us on there. I was checking out um, the different services, streaming platforms that play our podcast, and you can find us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and I also found that a lot of people are listening to us on other streaming platforms. So if that is you, thank you for checking us out. You can also find us on Anchor and so many other podcast hoping, hoping podcast hosting platforms. But yeah, so thank you for listening. And 
we'll drop our Instagram and Facebook information down below in the description so you can find us there as well. But let's dive right into Monday Night Raw. Raw was live in San Francisco, California, California. And we kicked off the night with through McIntyre. And we know that at Crown Jewels, which is Thursday, October 21st, the WWE champion, Big E, we defending his title against Drew McIntyre. So Drew comes down and he says he's been waiting for a title shot. And this could um, be- and, and hold on, before you finish, um, yeah. if after you after you talk about Drew and um, Biggie, can I say what happened next? Um, with um, what do you mean? The ooze. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. So um, that's cool. So he basically says that he's waiting for a title shot for a long time. And this could actually be his last WWE Championship title shot because he's going to be drafted to SmackDown the following night on Friday after Crown Jewel. After that, the WWE Champion Big E comes down and he says that the train is leaving. We can stop on the train or stay on the tracks and get smoothed over by Big E, which was kind of weird because I was like, what is he talking about? But Drew McIntyre yeah. says that he will run through Big E and get his WWE Championship title back. Honestly, you kind of know he isn't considering the fact that he's going to SmackDown. And, we already and have SmackDown our, already has we already, our, we already have our main champion on SmackDown. So. Yeah, that was my point. <laughs> um. Carlos, this is your, and I'll I'll say something to that point, Dan, in a minute. Carlos, you were you wanted to say this part next. So they so Drew says he's gonna get his title back, and then so yeah, then they uh, then they stare each other down. Then the the Uso surprisingly come down. I'm not I'm, that was like it wasn't planned out. Like oh, we didn't get in, like I, I like surprises, and like this was like they usually announce these things lately. Like they usually say oh they're gonna be on Raw, but they the Uso showed up. Um. They were they they stay they say that since they roll Roman Reigns they can do whatever they want so they in the they in they in your city they come down and they and they challenge um Biggie and Drew to it I mean it wasn't really a challenge like they were um Biggie and Drew kind of insisted it um they they were like Biggie said it first and then Drew and then Drew was like oh you don't speak for me and then and then the Usos challenged them to a match tag team match. Yeah, I thank you, Carlos. I was surprised to see the Usos too because I was like, "Well, they're on SmackDown." Uh, they were on Raw the other week, so yeah. So maybe they're doing that. But to add to Dan's point, I don't know, you guys. I have a theory. I guess it's just a question, and this we'll talk about in more depth when we do our Crown Jewel uh, prediction episode. But what if they just did it where like they had so drew mcintyre goes to smackdown as wwe champion i doubt this would happen but if it does and they're just like all right we're gonna do title unifications and everybody on raw and smackdown can challenge for whatever title they want now that would go against the whole point of the draft right because certain titles yeah i was like well then what the fuck was the point of the draft that goes against the point of it but I guess for me, I'm just, it's hard for me to really enjoy the draft because it's not a consistent draft. They do stuff like this with the Usos and with other, you know, 
Raw and SmackDown wrestlers where they'll show up on the show randomly, or it'll be like, okay, it's if the, it's the middle of the season, so that means that some wrestlers can remember when they were doing that weird thing where it was oh, like, you mean the wild card or whatever, like a wild card, and like every quarter, and then this, and then like. I wish it was. Well, I remember. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I remember what? when Vince McMahon was like, "Oh, all out one wrestler per brand to go to to the other for one night only, or whatever." You know what I mean? Yeah, but I just feel like if it, it, it was the good thing about the draft in the beginning was it really helped create new wrestlers. You know, if if there was, in my opinion, if every wrestler back in 2002 was like mean like look at the wrestlers that time you have john cena well not we'll hold on for john cena wait a minute you have the undertaker hulk hogan the rock stone cold triple h chris jericho um you know just just those guys just in general are just a marquee if those guys weren't separated i really don't think guys like john cena edge randy orton they could have really found their footing. I think they would have been main event wrestlers, but I don't think WWE would have paid as much attention to them. When they initially did the draft, it was folk, the, the shows were focused on those specific wrestlers, and it was really good. SmackDown was probably the better wrestling show at the time. You know, I've been doing Cheap Plug, you could check out on uh, our YouTube and Spotify page. The, greatest matches of 2000, 2001, and just added 2002. And watching some of those matches from 2002, a lot of them were on SmackDown and stars like Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, Rock Lesnar. Ooh, he said the guys. Chris B word. Yeah, listen, I got to Listen, Chris Benoit, as much as he did terrible things, I don't like him as a person. I respect his art as a wrestler. And he put on some hell of a matches. So, um... I just wish that they were going to do a draft that they would stick to it and they would actually try to make stars out of their talent. We talked about Liv Morgan. Perfect example. Let her be the face of a division, you know? You don't need a big name. Well, I guess nowadays you do in WWE's idea. You don't need a big name like Charlotte. I mean, she is, she is going to Raw now, so maybe she has yeah, to that was my Yeah, that was my point this entire time of why I hate Charlotte and why she's at the top of the roster. They yeah. only do it because she's a big name, because yeah. she's Ric Flair's daughter. That's the only reason she's at the fucking top of the roster. Now, they could use someone like Alexa Bliss, where technically, yes, yeah, she's a big name, but they made her a big name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she so made herself kinda... a big name in NXT. Go ahead, go kind of, but, but then they like, don't continue that, which uh, which frustrates me to hell. Yeah, I don't think that Alexa was kind of more and more big name in NXT. I feel like she made her name for herself in SmackDown because NXT she was just a manager. Remember, for most of the time. That's true. Yeah, she made she made her name for herself once she beat Becky on her first night. That's I true. I feel like there are ways to make new stars, and it was clean. Think of like this like not think of just some of these people i know you're gonna be like oh they don't deserve it but just imagine it for a little bit people like Liv morgan um zelina vega Shayna baszler all these people now that they're you know the greatest you know i know a lot of people don't really like zelina vega but even if they had a title run i feel like they could do something they could make um it counts yeah, i feel like there needs to be a there needs to be like a mid-card championship for the women's division 
Yeah, but then there's way too many titles, and then just like the women's title, it gets buried, and no one cares about it anymore, you know? Kind of like how the 21st title happened. I care about the women's women. I, th- I think the women's division is pretty good right now. No, I love the women's division. I just don't know if anybody really cares about Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross and the women's tag titles. There's no one for them to Oh, play. the tag titles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll say, yeah. like, I'll say get yeah. rid of those and yeah. make a mid-card championship. But yeah, kind of so, like, well, also to be fair, the women's division doesn't really have many tag team, like, women tag teams. That Like, maybe they all, they a while ago they, they got, did. They, they all got released or, or, dra- or drafted apart. Yeah, but like, I'm like just why, saying, like, why, why, draft, why draft Tegan, Tegan, uh, Tegan Knox to, to, to Raw and then shot to smack them? What's sad, too, guys, is Carlos, you made me think of something. You have all these people, too, that haven't even been on the show. Tony Storm, Tegan Knox, Shotzi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, like, more like they were on for, like, a week, and then that was it. Like, even them, they could be a part of the the division. You know, you don't need Charlotte Flair as the women's champion to make your show great. You can have That's what I've been saying now. this entire time. You can have Charlotte compete for like Carlos said, like a mid card title or have her No, but I see I see Charlotte, like in my opinion, she's just that good. She oh. she's the top I don't know. I I believe she's a really good wrestler. She's just a I dominant know, but, but Carlos she's a dominant woman. Long, like, think about it. How long can someone be on top? I mean, look at this. Look at look at John. Look at John Cena. How long has he been on top? For like, yeah, pat, like, what? Like, true, but the thing is, he WWE needed him to make money. They don't need Charlotte Flair to make money. Anybody can make money if they have a good story. Okay. Okay. How about Roman Reigns? How many years has Roman Reigns been on top? Okay. Yeah. Like Twenty fifteen. Yeah, but to be fair, that entire time. He was being booed or, as a baby face. Or, or I'll go back. I'll go back. I'll go back in time. How about Hulk Hogan? Hulk yeah, Hogan he was also booed. I know, but it doesn't always have to be a face or a heel. I'm, in my opinion, Charlotte's just that. She's, she's, she's built to be like the main, the main talk of everything. Okay, all right, all right, fine, Carlos. All right, yes, she's a good wrestler, but if they changed her gimmick at least a little bit, like they – like they, uh, what am I trying to say? Fuck. Oh, you, you mean like you mean like change up, change up? Yeah, like, like at least, not be, not at be least the, not when be Hulk Hogan anymore. was on top in WCW, at least his gimmick changed. At least, no, he, like, I like John Cena. People got sick of him because his gimmick never changed. Roman Reigns, he's on top now because his gimmick changed. They haven't done anything with Charlotte besides push her and keep the same the damn gimmick. She doesn't she need it. Like the, she has been the queen since like she debuted, but I don't know. Yeah, still, I feel like she's just like. Or like think Cena, about the Rock. He was on think top about for Triple years. H. People Randy hated Orton. him. They wanted him to go back to his original gimmick because at least that's something different than what they've seen. Listen, but she I'm never just saying. Two comments, really quick. I think she. There's there's that saying or like they say with nature. You know, I was watching. I think it was something from like 2000. It was 2003. Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. And the King, Jerry Lawler, made a comment where he said, just like on the Discovery Channel, you have that big lion. He's the king of the jungle. He's the man. And then you have that young, fresh lion that comes to challenge the main one. And like evolution, that young lion is going to take over. The problem- And look at this. Look. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Carlos. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
And like Charlotte's like not my favorite wrestler. You know, Sasha, she's like she's my she's my girl, but I'm not gonna be the one to shit on Charlotte. You know, Charlotte's yeah. I feel like she's done a lot and she's like I don't like her, I don't dislike her, but I'm not gonna like, you know, be like, Oh, she's like terrible or this, that she's a good wrestler. I think she's just I never built used that. the word terrible. I never said she was a terrible competitor. No, I know, I know. I'm I'm just I'm just saying, saying that they should start pushing people that actually could use the title better than she does. Like, well, I, she already won it like 11 times. She doesn't need to be like her father. Oh, let me win the world fucking title 16 goddamn times. Like, look, she barely, she barely gets – like, look, look, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Even though I love Sasha, she takes a lot of time off. She goes and she comes. How many times off or how many times has Charlotte gotten injured? Why else? I remember she wasn't even injured. She just had that, like, she had that surgery that she was doing, like, but she wasn't really, she never really gets injured or, like, leaves like that. But can I give you an honest opinion, though? This is going to sound crazy coming from me. And because I do like, but. Okay, but when's the last time Liv Morgan was injured? When's the last time. uh, I love Liv Morgan. I love Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, she, she, Alexa was takes, she has an injury here and there. I think Sasha, in my opinion, is a better wrestler to watch in the ring than Charlotte because Sasha always tries to do new things and different things. Charlotte, she likes to make people look good like that. Like, I'll give a good example. Like, her matches with Carmella, she made Carmella look really good. And her matches with her at at TLC and Royal Rumble, she made Carmella look really good. But all the matches that she had. Two last comments, and we're going to move on. I do think that Charlotte Flair, if, if she was in a storyline, kind of like they did in 2019 with her and Trish, you know, like she doesn't need to be competing for the title to still be the top person. She could be taking on people. You know, there could be more than one storyline for the Bring Bringing up new stars, pretty much. Yeah, they could do, like, like let's say they want to have, like, let's say Sasha ends up becoming SmackDown Women's Champion, right? They could have Sasha as a women's champion, but then also have a storyline with Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan. You know what I'm saying? Whoever they choose to do a storyline with, you don't have to just have the whole focus of the show be just on Sasha. You could do other people. But anyways. One thing I'm going to say, I feel like Charlotte in real life is like really selfish. Maybe. Maybe I don't she's know. just like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't think like maybe she doesn't really bring up that she's the Ric Flair's daughter a lot. Like, maybe that's not something, like, throw around, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, because I'm, I feel like that she's a little selfish, though. That is one thing. I think the reason why she is the champion is because of all the reasons that you said, Carlos, that she doesn't really get injured. A lot of people, you know, know her name. She's been, you know, but I think that. Like, look, she, she, she was the first person, like, win the title when she first debuted. She beat a lot of people, and I was mad because, like, I was so I was like, I've been binging like 2015 to like now, and I, I know, saw that whole like the, first one the whole. Oh, no, no, I know. Wait, what do you mean by like before well, they came up Paige, to from a minute from NXT or? Yeah, because Paige, the first night she came out after she got AJ, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that, but like I'm talking about like when the Force Horse and when Sasha, Becky, and, and Charlotte first debuted, who was the first one to win out of the, those three? Charlotte. Yeah, but like. But, like, I was binging, like, from, like, 2015, and then, like... Maybe we should just move on from this. <laughs> We've been talking. Sa- Sasha, Sasha was the first person to beat Nikki Bella, like, one-on-one on a Raw. I watched a couple times. She beat Nikki Bella one-on-one with, like, no help. With she, and she, she beat her, and then she didn't get a title shot all the way to, I think, WrestleMania, right? Was it the triple threat? 
Yes. Probably. And then, like, I'm like, how the hell did Charlotte get the title? Like, she, I feel like Sasha should have got it first. She brought us to this. Oh, because we were talking about it's my fault. We were talking about what would happen if they like didn't if like the champions didn't drop the titles and they moved on. But let's talk about Cheesy and look what you started. I'm sorry. Let's talk about Drew McIntyre and Big E. I'll go to you, Dan, first. What did you think of the story of this, you know, whole conversation they had and then the Usos attacking them? I mean, I didn't really understand like why the Usos were even there. Like, all right, if they were drafted to Raw, okay, I'd understand that. But the fact that they had them on Raw, it made me feel like they don't have trust in the Raw, like, competitors that they have now. So they had to bring over some superstars from SmackDown to, like, kind of hype it up. Like, not hype it up, like, you know, just kind of make it look a little better, you know? But, I mean, until we get into, like, the match, I guess it was okay. I mean, again, I really think it was stupid that they had to bring the Usos over, but... Well, Again, we'll what are you gonna do? That, I guess the main event. We'll we'll cover. Yeah, it. I know. I'm. That's what I'm. Ju- I'm just saying, though. Like, I think it's stupid that they had to bring over people from SmackDown. I have some trust in people from Raw. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say I'm not the most excited for Drew McIntyre versus uh, Big E. I'm not the most excited for that. But at least put some faith in that before you know having to have them go against other superstars. You know. Okay. Or I also hate the when they always do like, okay, we're fighting on the pay per view, so we're gonna team up with each other. Like, yeah, I also that. hate that. That's some that's stupid. Why? It's every time. It's it's not like oh, all right, we'll do this once, and then maybe like another year or something, we'll do it. No, they do it every fucking time. Yeah, I'll give my quick point, and I'll throw the Carlos for him to have a more in depth thought on it. I I'm ex I I'm actually excited for Drew versus Big E because it's something I haven't seen. We are always seeing Drew McIntyre versus Bill Goldberg, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. You know, like I'm tired of seeing that shit. I want to see something different. So I'm glad to see Big E versus Drew McIntyre. And I do have to agree with Dan on this about the Usos. I also was I was glad to see them, but again, I I was just like like you kind of said, why did what was the need for having them there? I know. The story is that well, we're Roman Reigns' bitches. We do, we can do what we want, but um, I, I don't know. It still wasn't necessary. Yeah. Roman Reigns' bitches. Hold up. Yeah, Roman Reigns' bitches. Oh, I mean, what wow. else? They're it literally. They're his says, cousins. They're his bloodline cousins. Well, on SmackDown, and SmackDown little, tag team champions. Listen, on their little. They the ones. Their little graphic it says led by the head of the table Roman Reigns. Yeah, so, he's the he's the universal champion. Hello. Yeah, but I mean it's almost like to say that that they're led by him. It implies that they do whatever he says because they're his bloodline cousins. That they're not his like, I'm I'm the leader. All right, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me say yeah, yeah. So, so you're the leader, right? In my class. Oh, so, what are, so what are so what are we then? No, in my classroom, I'm saying I'm the leader in my classroom. Like I'm talking about like the podcast, like the podcast. Like, so you're the leader of this, right? So no, what really, are we? We're all we all bring something, you know. I created, but that doesn't mean that, like, you know, um, that doesn't make him the leader of it. And you guys also don't like, like, attack, like, argue with people I don't like, and you don't like, you know, like I we would look out for each other. But I also think you guys would let me fight my own battle, right? 
Yeah, I would. I mean, listen, I would love for you. Listen, I would love for y'all to join me and kick ass with me. But I think that um, if you did whatever I asked of you, that would then help technically, out. yes, we're Anthony's bitches. Yeah. You're not, but if if every single thing I was like, oh, I need this, oh, I need that, then like, yeah, I would. And if I, it, it, he's using them in the storyline, like they're not. Yeah, he's that's all he's doing is he's using them, like he's using. Oh, he kind of uses Paul Heyman, but not really. I don't really look at where look at where look at where he got them. Yeah, SmackDown Yeah, who are he uses heels heels who are over with the crowd. You are correct. Over, over with the crowd. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What do you mean by over with the Listen, crowd, Carlos? Have you seen the pops? Have you seen the pops that the Uso's been getting on? No, I haven't out? seen any pops from them ever. Yeah. Only back when they were like baby faces besides that. But no, I've never seen a pop shows? for them. When I was watching the tag match today, I literally said to myself, and I, I kid you not, it's funny that we're talking about it. I said, damn. I've seen the Usos live like more than anybody else. Like every like every time I'm at a show, the Usos are there. SmackDown, they were there. Money in the Bank, they were there. Raw 2017, they were there. Raw 2014, they were there. SmackDown 2015, they were like every fucking like Usos. I like you guys, but Jesus fucking Christ, we get it. Like, how many times are we going? Ooh, so <laughs> like I like I really do like them, but like I haven't been into them since 2017. You guys, you guys are haters. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, like I really since that whole rap battle thing with the New Day, I have not given a fuck about the Usos. 100% honest. But anyways, go ahead, Carlos, moving on. Go ahead, Carlos. Say your opinion, and then we'll talk about the next. Um, a bunch of segment. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I was excited to see them. I mean, I was not expecting that. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, it was really it's pretty nice. cool. Yeah. All right, up next we have the King of the Ring. It's the semifinal match, correct? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the semifinal match for the King of the Ring tournament, which will take – the finals will take place at Crown Jewel. And we are seeing Ricochet taking on Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston – at ringside this is a very good match i like to see both men they both kind of have similar wrestling styles so it's good to see them go at it xavier goodwood's got the win after a flying elbow drop and yeah i just like there's a lot of high flying moves from both men and they both looked great carlos what were your thoughts on the match and xavier woods advancing I thought it was really good i enjoyed it a lot i was i was hoping i, I liked them both i couldn't really choose who i wanted to win you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of them both, but I was happy that Xavier Woods gonna, is advancing and, like, going, like, that's, like, his dream. That's always, he's always talking about it. Oh, that was king of the ring. You I know? was wrong, you guys. This match was a quarterfinal match. So, um, the semifinal is going to take place on Raw this Monday. So, this is actually just a quarterfinal. So, so Xavier Woods will compete in the semifinal. Dan, your thoughts? I mean... I'm glad that they're doing stuff with, with him. Like, because in my opinion, look, this is going to sound messed up, but I'm pretty sure people will agree with me on this. In my opinion, they made Xavier Woods look like the weakest out of the New Day. Like, they never really did much with him besides have him be tagged chance with him and, like, blow his trumpet or whatever. I don't know. They never really did much with him. 
and now it kind of seems they're trying to do something with him, and and I'm glad about that because I think Xavier Wood deserves to have more done with him. So I mean, I'm happy he won. I would love to see an Xavier Woods heels turn. I would like to see that too. Because he was like a really good heel when he had that fucking trumpet and he would be annoyed. Like, that was annoying. Um, I loved it. I loved the other dude. They were like great in 2015, 16. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. So um, I mean, one thing, this doesn't have nothing to do with anything, but um, AW is like moved to Saturdays for like temporarily. It's on oh, now. Okay. That's yeah. But anyways, keep going. Did you guys hear, speaking about AEW, this is really random, and this doesn't have to do with Raw, but it does have to do with WWE. So I guess on Twitter, I don't know who was first. I think it was AEW. Um, They posted, or it might have been WWE. I don't know. But um, AEW posted something along the lines of, like, if we get this amount of likes, we'll keep having Brian Danielson grow out his beard. And it was like, if if this gets, like, 50,000 likes or whatever, right? And then supposedly WWE's Twitter posted, if this gets 25,000 likes, we'll have Sami Zayn grow out his beard. So, I don't know. Like, they're doing some weird, petty um, things to compete against each other. But what do you guys think of that? I'm trying to find the post. It was, um, it was on Facebook is where I saw it. Um, oh, okay, okay. But it's a um, – it was weird to see it. I don't know if it was real. It could have been, like, one of those, like, things that people posted, like, as a joke. But it looked real. Like, it supposedly came from the AEW Twitter account and WWE's Twitter account. But that's just kind of weird the way they're going head-to-head with each other, and it's, it's interesting. But anyways, next up we're seeing – Mustafa Ali and Monstor taking on the reunited Hurt Business, which is Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. And the Hurt Business got the very fast win after Cedric Alexander hit Mustafa Ali with a Michinoku driver, which is, you know, cool to see because they rarely ever do moves like that anymore. Uh, After the match, Mustafa Ali pushed Monstor and yells, I'm sick of this. And walks backstage. Carlos, what did you think of the match and the segment? Oh, the match was okay. I was happy to see the Hurt Business back, like, having matches, you know, instead of sitting on the sideline. Um, and, yeah, I feel like uh, the whole I, – I thought I, I thought I did like the, the team of Mustafa Ali and, um, and Mansoor, but I don't know. I think Ali's better, like, alone, doing his own thing. Okay. All right. How about you, Dan? My opinion. I truthfully didn't care. Oh. I mean, the reunited Hurt business. I mean, I didn't care about the stable in the first place. I mean, again, it just seems like a I'm just rip-off. happy to see Cedric back on TV. That's mainly why. It just it just seems like a ripoff of, like, the bloodlines. really what it seems like to me. It's, I, I don't care for it. It's stupid in my the opinion. Business, but... the, hurt, the Hurt business started first. My question about, about how because because technically Bobby Lashley was like champion in like May. Meanwhile, Roman Reigns is with his cousins in like December. No, no, like the 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 Herpes has started like in the PC era. Yeah, yeah didn't they? They, they did, dude. They did, uh, but so did Reigns. Yeah, I, I, well, that's Roman. What Roman, Roman did it. Sure Roman, Roman did it. Roman didn't come back till August. They, they started yeah. with just uh. It was it was Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Sean Benjamin in the PC era. 
They started. Well, Roman's been champion yet. for a year, and Bobby Lashley was only champion this year when he was with the Hurt Business. No, but remember, Roman left, and he wasn't. He wasn't a part of the Performance Center. Or he was just coming back when when they went when they moved to the Thunderdome. Bobby Lashley. Right, well, and whatever. MVP, All right, fine, and, yeah. fine. Then fine. That whatever I'm. What I'm saying though is they have too many groups with the world champion to protect them. And that's what he was doing, and now I think it's stupid that they're bringing it back. I thought it was stupid from the beginning. Let me give you guys my honest opinion with this, and then we'll get to uh, – I'll give you my opinion about Mr. Quality. They're trying to compete with AEW because AEW is the land oh of God. factions. Bro, it's <laughs> like, fuck, shut up, man. Here but, they go. AEW, But the difference with AEW and WWE – they keep these groups long term. The inner circle has been around since they started in 2019. Nobody has left the group. Nobody has turned on each other. It's been consistent. The Hurt Business broke up three months ago, and now randomly they're all back together and happy. Weren't Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander kicking each other ashes, asses about like two months ago? What happened? They will kill these storylines by, oh, I have a better idea, then the idea sucks even more than their initial sucky idea. And it just is a sucky idea after sucky idea and missed opportunities. AEW doesn't do that. They keep up the characters and they keep up with the storylines. WWE has someone who looks like has Alzheimer's ready for them. Every five minutes, they forget something. And we, the fans, keep track and know what's happening. So when you have the Hurt Business implode and then have them join together again without any explanation as to why you're kind of feeling like uh this is bullshit and corny you know what i'm saying like if they if they even gave us a reason like oh maybe they realized that they couldn't compete without bobby lashley and needed to work with him or bobby lashley realized that he needed help there's literally just like oh we're just back together and that's it it's okay, Shelton. You could kick my ass. It's okay, Zerker. You could beat me up. You just need no time. You know, and also, if they were, like, friends for a longer period of time, then you could understand, like, the New Day. They broke up when Big E left, and then he comes back. Naturally, they're going to come back together because they were a group for a long time. These three were put together very randomly. But... I also think we didn't have enough time to really care about them. You know, like it started in the PC or then it broke up and it was just like, okay, let's forget about it. And now, now in November, they're back together. Well, I mean, October, but that's just my thought. I just think that they are a good team. Like as like, if they stuck together, but that's that with the match, I thought it was good. I think they're just trying to build to crown jewel and i'm not trying to say this to be offensive in any way because it's not offensive but i think it's also to build up monsoor who will be in his hometown in saudi arabia or his home country so that's the only reason why they're doing this is for these two to fight in saudi arabia so but yeah next up we have the queen the queen the queen the queen's crown qualifying match Dana Brooke taking on Shayna Baszler, and Shayna again gets the quick win after she kicks Dana Brooke's head. Uh, that was Is it. it. Did y'all forget Dana Brooke was even on WWE? 
Well, friggin' uh, Corey Graves has been going in on Dana Brooke lately. He basically said, like, she's never accomplished anything. Like, really? I, mean, I did hear that. I know it's true. What it's do you want me to? What do you want me to? The only thing I really remember. She's a 10-time she's a woman's champion. What do you I'm not going to lie. No. The only thing I really remember about Dana Brooke was when she was with Charlotte Flair in, like, 2016 after she Exactly. Got- that's the See, only Charlotte thing brings I can people, remember. Charlotte, bring, Charlotte brings people up to people, so they, they, they are no. Yeah, but then not really, because if she really did that, then people would have cared about Dana Brooke. They didn't care. They cared about her at the time. Not really. I didn't no, I didn't care about her. I didn't people, care about people, Dana people, people, knew, people knew who they were. Yeah, I didn't she so. was. I was watching her with Charlotte. I didn't know, and I didn't give a damn. <laughs> that, that's, that's you guys. I think that might have. It's, like, it's funny how you. It's funny how I'm. It's like it's funny how you guys are always taking each other's sides. I need someone to be like. I need a. You guys need to hire a Sasha Banks fan and Roman Reigns oh fan. God. Like, so you gotta like. I swear, you guys really need to I hire just, a Roman Reigns Sasha no, Banks fan. I just said that Sasha Banks is a much better wrestler to watch. No, you just before. said. You just said, oh, Dana Nash. You guys agree. You guys, you guys, like 75 percent of the time, you guys agree mostly on. You guys, you guys, you guys, really both, like you guys both it. You guys, but I don't like Dana Brooke, but I'm not. I'm not shitting on her either. <laughs> I'm not gonna shit on her. Like you guys, I'll shit on Dana Brooke every day. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, pretty much. Basically, what happened is you guys, you guys, um, um, stepped in shit. She's the shit. You guys stepped in it. Walked in the house. Brought. <laughs> wiped your wiped your shoes. Wiped your shoes. <laughs> wiped your shoes on the rug. And while while wiped your wiped your shitty shoes on the rug, which Where is she's on. Going? And then and then your dog and then your dog comes pees on on the shitty rug. That's not what you guys did. What type of weird animal fantasy? And shit then and then you guys and then you guys just throw out the throw out the rug. Who pissed in your shoes this morning, Carlos? I'm just you guys. You guys sitting all over Dana Brooke. Carlos, I think you made Dana Brooke very happy if she's listening because you are like her number one and only fan. I'm not her number. Oh my god! I'm not. I don't like shitting on people. She's going to no, no. You like shitting on Edge. Only I like shitting on. Yeah, yeah. You like shitting on Edge. Edge, Edge, I can't stand. Yeah. Anybody who's fighting Roman Reigns, Grandpa, Grandpa Edge. Anybody who's fighting. Anybody who's fighting. Sasha Banks, anybody who's fighting a uh, freaking Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's anybody, fighting them, you will shit Or Seth Rollins. Any, or exactly, Seth Rollins. Exactly. So anybody that are that are that are that have acknowledged Roman Reigns or Sasha Banks fans, we're accepting applications. Oh, so God. yeah. <laughs> that would be a great just hit up, hit up, hit up. And then you just get like ten thousand messages like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if any, if a lot of people are gonna want to agree with that, Carlos, with Dana Brooke, but, um, yeah, I'm it, not. It, oh my, I'm not saying I'm a fan of her, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm just saying that she. I knew who she was when she was with Charlie. I guess if you're a Dana Botch fan, Carlos, watch a Dana Botch fan. <laughs> well, I, I guess if you're a Dana Brooke fan, I guess if you're a Dana Brooke fan, hit us up. Are... Clearly, Carlos is friends with you. <laughs> People who are watching get what I'm saying. You guys don't understand. Dana Brooke for women's <laughs> champion. Please make it happen. That's not what I'm saying. Never Carlos let is, that happen. Carlos Never is let leading that the Dana Brooke for women's champion club. Never yeah. let that happen, please. 
And then never, no, see, we don't, now we don't you're shitting on her. No, no, now you're shitting on her. Listen, listen, listen. You guys said, oh, I didn't know who she was when she was with Charlotte. I'm just saying that I knew who she was when she was with Charlotte. That's Did it. You know that she was Dana Botch. That's it. I know she was Miss Piggy. Maybe. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> and you're the, and I didn't even say anything mean. You're talking about shitting on her. Just I'm just saying. I'm just saying that, that I knew who she was when she was with Charlotte. Oh, all right. Well, uh, Charlotte brings up brings up people. Thank you for clearing that up, Carlo. So you are not a Dana Bot fan. No, I never said I was. I'm just saying wow. that I knew who she was. Dana, she was I am very sorry. I misled you. Okay. <laughs> Dana so, Brooke needs to be released. Up next, we have the Raw Women's. Uh, oh my goodness, the Raw Tag Team Champion Riddle. Uh, so you just called Riddle a woman. <laughs> yeah, I did. I brought the wrong hair. He just um, called Riddle a woman. <laughs> sorry, Riddle. Um, he's taking on Omas with AJ Styles. It's okay, bro. It's okay, bro. Uh, he's just probably too high to care. Yeah. I know. He he really. I, I really think he just comes to work high. <laughs> hey, oh. Randy. Riddle. Riddle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he should. Hey, Randy. Want to puff on my blunt? I would. Um, so he, Riddle comes down, he makes fun of Omos, and he calls for Randy Orton to help him come down to the ringside area. And Randy, and Randy said, I'm not, he said, he said, I'm not going down with you. Yeah. You go, this is on your own. And basically during the match, AJ Styles tells Omos like what to do to Riddle, and Omos nails Riddle with a roundhouse kick and puts his foot on Riddle to win the match. And then after the match, Randy's music plays, and Omos and AJ Styles look around the ring, trying to make sure they could find him. He doesn't attack, but the Viper pulls up and nails AJ with an RKO from out of nowhere, and the Raw Tag Team Champions leave the ring. Well, at least Randy Orton does. Carlos, what did you think of the match and this segment? Because this is the last segment we're going to see between these two teams until Crown Jewel. Or actually, no, like one day will be. Anthony, you're done? Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I feel like they did Riddle wrong. I feel like the match should have been a little longer. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not really feeling Omos anymore like I did before. He's kind of just like a boring, eh. No one, thank, thank God they didn't draft them to different brands. You know, they kept them together because Omos is not ready to be on anymore <laughs> at all. Do you, okay, so how are you feeling about their title match at Crown Jewel? It's just a rematch, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. Mm, okay. So, Carlos, I feel like, I feel like Riddle and Randy, I, I feel like, oh my God, I feel like Riddle and Randy hasn't, haven't even defended their titles much. At all. No. Not at all. Well, yeah, they only won it at SummerSlam, and there hasn't been a pay-per-view since. And there's barely any team. I mean, Extreme Rules. And there's barely any team. Oh, yeah, they're right. There was Extreme Rules. I forgot about that one. Uh, Didn't the Viking Raiders get drafted to SmackDown? Our tribal chief here, of course, would know he beat us at the SummerSlam. Acknowledge me. That's right. I did. See there? I acknowledge my tribal chief, Carlos. Um, I will never acknowledge the tribal chief. Oh. Wow. Wow. 
Oh yeah, so, you know what? You're gonna get. We're gonna have to smash you and send you to AEW. Yeah, we'll have. To. Well, I mean, technically, I am with champion, so I am already in AEW. Oh, so this is gonna be a beef between WWE and AEW, and I'm kind of in the middle. But well, I hope I win because I hope both of you will recognize me as the winner. I I'm sorry. Win. What would we recognize you as? I don't know. I have to think about it. He's the rated. He's the rated R. Nah, I don't know. We'll think about it. Uh, Dan, what did you think of the match and everything? I mean, the match was okay. It's just like, in my opinion, I feel AJ Styles should just get out of the tag division, get rid of Almas, dump him, and just go for the world title again. Like he used to. I don't know why didn't, they, why didn't they move AJ Styles to SmackDown? Yeah, that would have been better if they moved him to SmackDown, but no, let's keep him like, on Raw. Like, because I want to look at, like, the draft picks again. Because now I feel like Roman doesn't really have anybody that – anybody knew that he could fight. Well, he has Bobby Lashley, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he does have Bobby. He has Sheamus. He has Drew. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I take that back. I take that back. But like take I said, like, I, I feel like if – I feel like Aegis has to just dump Omos, get rid of him, go, and go on his own again. He was great. At, like, when he was Intercontinental Champion, he was good at least. He doesn't really – do anything for me in the tight division. Bobby Lashley stayed. Bobby Lashley is on roster. I thought he went to SmackDown. No, no, he's still on Raw. Oh. Right, well. I think I'm just waiting to see either Riddle or Orin turn on each other and then, then be the end of their tag team because I'd rather see them as opponents. Um, okay, moving on though. And then we're going to take a quick break after this. Bobby Lashley, the Almighty, comes down to the ring. And we know he'll be taking on Goldberg in a no-holds-barred match at Crown Jewel. And he talks about his match, and he calls Goldberg – he tells Goldberg that um, Roberg, Roberg, that Goldberg is a rabid dog who needs to be put down. Bobby Lashley will finally end Goldberg's career, and he, tell, goes, he tells Goldberg, you can't kill the Almighty. Dan, what were your thoughts on the promo in the match? I know you probably don't care, but I will still ask you. I don't care. It's just another rematch from, like, freaking SummerSlam. And who the fuck cares about Goldberg? Yeah. Like, seriously, just fucking – I don't care what you do. Just stop bringing him on TV. He's not a draw anymore. I mean, sure, back in 2016 when you want to get Brock, yeah, that was a draw. But he's not a draw anymore. No one gives a shit. No one wants to see him do this. I mean, I'm grateful he's not going after the title anymore. But Jesus Christ, get him off fucking TV. He's old. He's – do you guys want to hear a fun fact that has to do kind of with this? The only reason why they're bringing him back is for Crown Jewel, and supposedly the Saudi Arabians, like the, the like the king, all those people, they thought that Daniel Bryan and um, somebody else or CM Punk were a part of WWE, and they got upset oh. when they weren't. So I mean, they're literally just bringing people just for names, you know. Goldberg has. Do they even watch the freaking wrestling? Do they that's understand? What I'm no, they don't, and that's why I get mad because they don't care about it. Literally, they they were talking about how, um, like it was it was it's hard in other countries because Americans are completely different than other people. So when they're watching and seeing stuff like that, they're like taken aback and surprised like i'm not trying to mean saudi arabia is an amazing country 
it's you know very beautiful there were a lot of traditions there and everything like that but they're not well versed in american professional wrestling and when you're gonna give people who don't know it's like for example they never go to like um like wwe i don't think has ever been in um like a south dakota or a north dakota you know they don't go to places where they know they're not going to get many fans now they are going to have many fans in saudi arabia because you know wrestling is wrestling but i just feel like you're going to have a whole tournament that empowers women when the country like saudi arabia completely does not so but that's my take on why Goldberg's going to be there. I think he's just a name that they are just using because they don't have. They think it'll bring in a draw when they're completely wrong because they don't watch it. They don't yeah, understand. But, but the thing is, Dan, the thing with Goldberg is he's recognizable. They're going to know who Goldberg is. So they don't care if the match is going to be good or not. They just want to say, oh, I saw Goldberg. Oh, shit, Goldberg. You know, they think people are going to think that's really cool. Now, for real wrestling fans, some might. They might say, oh, damn, I remember being little and seeing the Monday Night War, Stone Cold, and Goldberg, and it's cool. But um, for people like us, I think we like the newer talent. So we do got to remember there are people out there that do look at him as a nostalgia act and you know wwe loves doing that especially i, I understand that completely it's just like don't get me wrong i like older talent i love the undertaker i love guys like that but like jeez at least watch the show to understand it yeah. like i understand you want to make money i understand everyone wants to make money but don't do it just because it's a name, at least bring in someone who's actually would bring in money. And you also Goldberg ain't gonna bring in shit. Check out the fans. They don't really give much um, feedback to the wrestlers either during it. They're just pretty much silent. Like they're like it's it's very weird. But Carlos, and sorry, Dan, too. If you have anything else to add, you can. But if not, I'll move on to Carlos. Uh, I don't know anything else. Yeah, we're just talking about Lashley and Goldberg. Not really important. Go ahead, Carlos. Uh, I, I didn't really pay much attention to this promo. I know Bobby Lashley came out, but I didn't really pay much attention to that part. Yeah. I think he gave a good promo. Like, I definitely... Yeah, yeah, he did. He always does. My I want to see him, like, fight. It's going to be a good match with the whole Sun situation, but I just... I, I just hope I just hope Bobby Lashley, like, fucks him up again. <laughs> and I will say to you guys, I actually didn't really mind his match with Bobby Lashley the last time they had one. So, maybe, though, you know, with... with the, you know, the fact that Snow hold bar, holds barred, maybe they'll do more, like, weapons, and who knows, but... Did um, Goldberg actually get hurt with that knee injury, or was it, like, fake? I think it was fake, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, probably. He's, up, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to go call, grandpa, call, call Goldberg the grandpa. Jesus Christ. I think, I think, I think Goldberg's, like, really cringing with the promos. He's talking about, you die! Like, Whoa. we're gonna kill the almighty. Like, Here's a little you might not be able to kill the Almighty, but you also might not be able to kill Michael Myers. The new Halloween Kills is out now on Peacock. Just a little plug there. I'm watching that tonight. I just finished watching. The Why are you gonna give them free advertisement, huh? Because I, exactly. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see if Michael Myers is gonna live on. Just like I'm excited to see if. Oh, come on. We all know he lives. It's fucking Michael Myers. Well, we'll have to see. Oh, are, um, by the way, I just want to let you guys know. Are any of you guys going to Fright Fest? For what? 
Um, that's like something in Six Flags that they're doing like oh, for no, Halloween. I, like, oh, I, I've done it in the past. Yeah. Oh, I lo- I used to yeah. do. I'm it going. I'm going on Friday for the first time, Ooh, like next happy week. Halloween. I mean, I, I, heard, I heard that they have people like running around with chainsaws. I'm not. I'm not. I want to see yes, that. But just, like, they if, have, I, if I just like. Carlos, they have like people who are dressed up in character and they'll run around and shit like they'll, they they'll, 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 they have people no Carlos, they have people dragging around shovels slamming it on the ground just to scare people it's funny yeah, and they'll ride them, <laughs> they'll go on their rides with you too and shit i want to yeah. see what happens if I, if I just don't even act scared like if they're running up on me i'm just standing there like looking at them like what what are you gonna do <laughs> Halloween. It's also you can also go through like uh like a horror maze kind of thing. They do a really good job of it. It's at Six Flags, though, right? Just a great adventure. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. I I, I went there like uh, years and years. It was always fun to me. Speaking of Halloween, uh, we will be dropping our greatest Halloween havoc matches, uh, tomorrow. That will be Monday. So check Ooh. that out. Not Monday. Sorry, that will be Sunday. But what day? Well, you didn't you didn't tell me about this. Well, yeah, we always talk about this, guys, where we have this little thing where I, I surprise you guys with something. It was something that I just wanted to do, get it done quick. I It's Halloween Havoc. You could check it out when I... But we're a team. Communication is key. Yes, well, I thought I thought I was the head of the table, Carlos. Wasn't I the, the leader? I'm the tribal chief. What do you mean? Oh, okay, that changed. Okay. Well, just, just check it out if you want to watch everybody. It, it's coming out tomorrow. It's just... Um, my list of the greatest Halloween Havoc matches of all time. It's not. It's not long. It's 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 pretty quick. Just watch it if you want. You should. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it really yeah, wasn't. Doing stuff without, behind our back now. Sorry. I will. I will. The next. The next thing we'll do. Listen. I'll hold off on another cheap plug. I'm doing the greatest matches of 2003. I will. Send you oh my god, that too? I will say, no, no, that hasn't come out yet. I will send you guys uh, the match list and we'll, but you have to, but we, we'll talk off here, but I will send you the match list with that. Anyways, um, back to Raw. So up next, we're seeing Jeff Hardy taking on Austin Theory. During the match, the 24-7 champion Reggie ran down and basically ran away from the crowd of challengers. Um, Austin Theory gets distracted by our truth and Jeff nails a swanton but misses, allowing Austin Theory to roll up Jeff Hardy while holding Jeff's tights. Now, this was Jeff Hardy's send off because he will not will really and Monday will be, but um, he will be going to SmackDown. Austin Theory obviously drafted to Raw. Carlos, what did you think of, or whoever wants to go first, what did you think of the match? I mean, I thought of it just as a bathroom break. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, same here. I'm just, I'm just waiting to see what Jeff Hardy does on Smack. Yeah. Um, I, I have first... Jeff Hardy turns heel on SmackDown. I'm just waiting for Jeff Hardy to do something. I hope they fucking do something good with him. Something I'm a big different before, before, he, before he decides to leave and go to AEW. Wink, wink. Yeah. Well, we'll be right back after this quick break stay tuned welcome back yes definitely check us out on anchor and wherever podcasts are streaming we are back talking about monday night raw from october 11th 2021 right now we're going to be talking about the king of the ring qualifying match kofi kingston with xavier woods 
taking on Jinder Mahal with Veer and Shanky. Jinder got the win after a collapse, so now we know next week on Raw. The semifinals will be Xavier Woods taking on Jinder Mahal and on SmackDown. Wow, who would have thought of that as a, as a final? Yeah, well, that's not the final. That's a semifinal, right? Well, semifinal, I'm yeah. sorry. And then the other semifinal is Sami Zayn and Finn Balor. So one of those four men will be the new king. Of well, I we need, swear we, to uh, God, if Jinder Mahal wins the freaking crowd, well, I'm going to be so mad. We didn't even talk about SmackDown yet. Why are you spoiling it for the people, Ant? No, I didn't say who won. We already knew that. You said you said we're gonna. You said we're gonna have Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor. Yeah, because that's the semifinal. That match was already made. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't say who won. Jeez, Carlos. God. Sorry. I didn't say who won. I just said that 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 match will be taking place. Um. So, Carlos, I'll go to you. What did you think of that match and Jinder Mahal advancing? Um, I want it. I would. I would have preferred Kofi. I, I want. I really want to see Kofi. Uh, you know, get get the um. Kofi made No, I didn't want like, to not get the W, but like get see Kofi versus Xavier. That's what I meant to say. All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think that would have been interesting. Could be interesting. How about you, Dan? What do you think? It was okay. I mean. Was what it was, you know. I don't really have a really fair opinion on it. Just it was a match. Well, I'm gonna give you an opinion that I don't know if a lot of people are gonna really back. I have a feeling Jinder Mahal is gonna win. I don't want Jinder to win. I think that would be very stupid. Well, it's like Jinder Mahal was never good, anyways. Why would you have someone like him? They're in a Middle Eastern country. The that the freaking crown and the robe are not like in my opinion like an english one i feel like it's would be like a middle eastern style so i feel like jinder mahal they might but jinder mahal's not even from india well i i know but i mean it's still a um oh i just saw what carlos sent us that's pretty funny (laughs) <laughs> it's oh, Paul Heyman as Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns as Paul Heyman. Yeah. Roman Paul's face is hilarious. Yeah. It's uh, Paul Reigns and Roman Heyman. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. I just feel like, you know, with it being Xavier Woods or Jinder Mahal, I don't think um, – I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I feel like if, if Woods does win, I don't know if he'll become king of the ring because a lot of the fans want that. And usually, even though Triple H, Stephanie, Shane, and Vince all said they were going to give us what we wanted, that usually doesn't happen. That didn't happen. Even when they said, oh, yeah, well, you'll get what you want. Yeah. It didn't fucking happen. So Thanks I, for lying to us, WWE. Thank you to lot for lying to us. Yeah, they always do. Up next, we have a special tag match. The boss, Sasha Banks, and the EST, Beyond the Bel Air, taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion. My okay, favorite. this part I feel like we're going to like spend like hours talking about this, but okay, let's keep going. My favorite, the man, Becky Lynch, and the Raw Women's Champion, the Queen, Charlotte Flair. Um, during the match, we saw both team members fight with each other, and then the match, they just brawled, and the match was stopped. Adam Pearce runs down and restarts the match. 
and the match is then ruled a no contest. And after the match, Becky nails her finisher on Sasha Banks. I'll go with Dan first. Dan, what did you think of the match? And do you think it was necessary? I thought it was like, why? All right, you're going to restart the match? Okay. But then it was ruled a no contest. I was like, wow. Okay, WWE. Okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of good that they had Becky kind of be on top and everything, but, like, still, come on. Really? Yeah. Um, I agree. Okay, how about you, Carlos? Um, so, I have a lot to talk about in the match. So, like, I, I feel like I enjoyed the – I enjoyed, like, the part – like, I knew that they weren't going to, like, like get along, you know? Like, I, I, I kind of felt like this wasn't going to end well. Um. Um, the match was so I I like how like they all were like fighting each other, um, like the little like uh, shots that they were throwing at each other, like Bianca and Sasha want to start the match first, and then like I I really enjoy when Sasha grabbed Bianca by the brain and just pulled her back. I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, like after all the times that that Bianca's used the braid on someone, she finally gets some you know, comeuppance. Yeah. Um, and then the, finally the match, I think the match did like end up happening for a little bit, right? It, it did tag, they did a uh, team up for a little bit. Yeah. But then they, like then the, and how, how does it, how does uh, Michael Cole say cooler heads prevail, prevail or something? What do you mean by that? I love how you said Michael Cole. Um, who said that? Not cooler heads prevail. I don't know. Like, like, um, I don't know. I think cooler heads prevail means like, means like, like they finally get along or something. I don't, I don't know what that is. That means, I know he says that a lot. It pretty means like people who like cooler has prevail or like people who like aren't like stressing or thinking like they just like they have a clean head like they're just going into it like I don't know it's hard to describe but I get what you're saying that like you know it, they came out and restarted because they thought it'd be better if they worked as a team and you know. And then they end up fighting again. I yeah. forgot what happened. I forgot why they why they ended up fighting again. But I think uh, what happened was. Uh, so so Bianca throws Sasha off the top rope, and then I, and that's when, that's when like they started fighting again. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. I thought it was a good match, um, but I feel it should like, have been a fatal four way though. Yeah, it should have been that, or, or it's just a way to plug Crown Jewel the Triple Threat match. It's honest. always just a way to plug it. That's always what they do. Yeah. So I mean, there really wasn't any sort of storyline development there. I mean, definitely we do know that Becky Lynch was the last one standing, uh, and she will be taking on Sasha Banks on SmackDown. So we'll see how that plays out. But, yeah, really nothing much here. It was good to see all four women. But next we have the Queen's crowned quarterfinal match, Natalia taking on Dewdrop. Dewdrop got the win after the finisher. I'll go with Carlos. What are your thoughts on Dewdrop advancing and defeating Natalia? No comment. All right. Very Just no comment. No comment. Well, so, I mean, for me, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I'm glad they're doing something with Dewdrop besides her bullshit with Eva Marie. But, like, at the same time, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like Natalia is just, like, taking the brunt of a lot of shit. Like, she's not – She's been, she's been in the company for years, you know. Like I know, says, but like, like, when's the last time you saw her hold a women's title? The tag besides team. the tag title, besides the tag titles, I mean, 
Wasn't it 2017, 2016, I think? Yeah, yeah around there. Yeah. Like, she has like, she, really like, she's not, done. Like, she's been there. She's been there for years, though, you know? Like, she can't, yeah, like, but, boy, she can't, like, be, be, like, the main champion forever. But to be honest, to No, I'm not saying she needs to be the main champion, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, give her something besides being, like, oh, I've been a tag champion. I was a world champion, like, years ago. Yeah. She I feel like she's just there. She's at this time right now, like, to where she is. Like, she's, like, more there to, like, like make people look good or, like, yeah. give younger women opportunities or, you know? Like well, I, I really love what she did. Like I really love what she though. did with. Uh, I really love what she did with Liv Morgan at WrestleMania 36, I believe, when they had Liv Morgan Peter. Like, all right, but why not do that with like Charlotte or something? Like, why you Charlotte, gotta, like, Char- Charlotte? Charlotte just came in 2021. 15. Natalia's been there since like. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> dinosaur days. Still, kidding, no. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying, like, come on, Charlotte's been on the top for years. When's the last time you saw a Natty on the top? Give her a chance. Natalia is like 2004, 2005. Like, she's a veteran. Natalia is pretty much like the like signed WWE famous jobber. You know, she's so nice, by the way. Oh, I bet she is. Yeah, like an amazing person. Um. But, like, she held the title in 2010, and then she didn't hold it again until 2017. You know, it's like... like I'll give you guys a little a little story before we keep going. Um, when my when I went to SmackDown, um, and you were there. Um, you weren't there, but you were there, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when Natalia came in, she was, like, she was, she came in, like, in a, like, really, like, like, not like a limo, but she came in, like, a, you know, a regular car. Like, she drove, she, she comes, she's walking, like, like, I was waiting, like, to see Rutherford going in. And we saw her going. She's like, "I'll be back. I'm ready. I'm gonna get my title and come back out." And she did exactly that. And then, and then she came in alone. She didn't come with Tamina. Tamina and her were attacking them at the time. She comes out and she spends almost like 30, 45 minutes, literally outside with the crowd, talking to us, taking pictures, letting us hold her title and all that. And then Tamina you held comes. her title. I didn't. I didn't hold it because I was like too shy to even say anything to her. I was. I was. I was too shy. But like other, she was letting other people hold it. Like she was like literally, oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, like she, she was just like. Fun fact, not to cut you off, and this, and then we're gonna get right back into it. Remember the dude that let us take pictures with his title? Yeah. I found him, and we are friends on Facebook. He has met. Oh a really? Lot, he has met a lot of wrestlers. Um, Probably not more than me. Dude, he has. I know it sounds crazy, Dan, but he has. Like, he has met his page. Like, there's mad pictures of him with people. It's crazy. Sure. He's a diehard die wrestling fan. I'm telling you. He had, like, ones with, like, random wrestlers. One with, like, Lita. One with... I know you've met her. I know you have. Um, But he's met her, like, multiple times. Like, he just met her again. And what he does is he gives them like little wristbands, like wrist bracelets that say like their pages wrestling is everything. And they take pictures <laughs> with it. So very cool. But yeah. Um Natty seems cool. I just feel like she doesn't really matter, but you know. Anyways. I mean she does matter a lot, but it's just like, you know, she's she's been there for years. Like 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 now she's just now she's just like, you know, just there. I and like she like, is a she how what how does she say, she's I say like the, the most, most winning is I say the most recent awesome thing that she's done 
was the fact that she was one of the uh, she she had the women's match in uh, Saudi Arabia. All right, you know, Lacey Evans, correct? I think it was with Tamina, actually. Yeah, I it was don't Lacey know. Evans. Wasn't it Lacey It was Evans? Lacey Evans. It was Lacey Evans versus. Oh, uh, it was Lacey Evans. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Tamina or something. Congratulations, congratulations, to Lacey Evans. Yeah, just had her baby. Birth, yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Let's move on. So then we go backstage and we see Ali Mustafa Ali attacks. Attacks. God, <laughs> Mustafa Ali attacks. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty late. I know it is. Get talked. Um, Mansoor backstage, which you know, leading up to their magic crown jewel, we kind of already talked about them. So, let's get to our main event the WWE champion Big E teaming up with Drew McIntyre against the SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos. Um, Big E hits a big ending, and then I think they won, right? Or during the match, I, I don't know if they won or whatever, but Drew and Big E start to attack each other. Drew is busted open pretty badly and has a big gash on his head. The Usos hit a planche on E and Drew McIntyre, but then Drew and, and E take advantage of the Usos, and Drew then nails Big E with a Claymore and um, has the advantage going into Crown Jewel on this night. Let me go to... On this night, exactly. Yes. So let me go to you, Dan, first. What are your takes on the main event? Again, I didn't really care. Like, I didn't think of it as a main event. I just thought of it as like, oh, we need something for a main event. We'll just put this on. I don't know. I just didn't care. Yeah. All right. How about you, Carlos? I feel like the main event was okay. It was like pretty much like a lot of like a little messy. I feel a little bit like it was like a little bit of everywhere, but I was just like glad to see the Usos on Raw, like you know, um, and yeah, I, I like I only I, I, uh, something like big that I found out like like, like that I thought was cool was like when Drew was like bleeding, that was a huge knock. That was by crazy. The way. Like, that wow. gash was huge. Yeah, that was big. Like I like how like he like he wiped it off on his chest. Like that was so badass. He wiped he, he wiped it off and you know, wiped it off on his chest. Like it seems like he's gonna be more like a little bit more vicious now. So mm-hmm. like the old smiley, smiley happy to be there. Drew like yeah, I was WWE champion for like for for a couple months and and I want to have that moment back with the crowd. We'll see. We will see. So before I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna keep being like a. Maybe he'll turn on Smash. I'm. I'm hearing. I'm hearing that that he might like be, be the one to be pro Roman at WrestleMania because the Rock seems like he might not be coming back till next year. We could Who, see knows? That. Who knows? Let's go over our favorite moments from Raw. I'll go to you, Carlos. What was your favorite moment from Raw? The beginning when the Usos came out and interrupted uh, a big Andrew. All right, the surprise Uso's appearance. How about you, Dan? Your favorite moment from Raw? Didn't really have one, but um, I guess if I had to pick one, I guess when uh, Xavier Woods won. Hmm, Xavier Woods. Um, for me, my favorite moment was seeing the gash on Drew McIntyre's head because he got fucked up. It was bad. But that was yeah. nasty. Looked really bad. nasty. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to our Monday Night Raw October 11th recap. It was a crazy Raw getting us to set up for Crown Jewel. 
We'll be dropping our crown jewel prediction episode on Tuesday. Check out our Halloween Havoc greatest matches of all time coming out. And we also have a lot of new stuff coming. So just be prepared for that. And thank you guys for checking us out. We will see y'all soon. Bye. See you guys. Remember, we the ones. Bye. The ones. Bye.